Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show. Sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case loving you. I'm the Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly one 877 So when I was in California this last weekend, I expected to see more Teslas and more electric cars. I don't know every single hybrid brand, but um, I, I think some of these um, states are a little slow to adopt it. And, um, you know, as I've said before, it, it's it's easy when you have money. Not so easy. If you don't have your single family residence and ability to charge, you know, um, we have family that has a unit that they own, kind of like a condo with uh, other people in the same building. And I'm like, if you go electric, how do you do that? Well, you're given a parking space when you have your unit and you could pay to put in your own electric charger, which could cost about $2,500. So you pay to put that in, and then nobody else can use it because it's your spot, and you own it, and then that will, if you do sell the property. So, I mean, it, it, but that's somebody who owns that piece of property. If you're in an apartment, you, know, uh, you, you really don't want to spend that kind of money on your own. And not to mention, you got to tap into the electricity. And it, it's not that easy. But many people are finding especially with the winter freeze, that their electric vehicles are not up to the task. Now, mind you, I have to warm up my car. Now, I I live in southern Nevada, but still, when it is cold, and it was 30-some degrees this morning, so, yeah, maybe not freezing. I think it was 36, but still. Now, you have to warm it up before you use it. Uh, But uh, we're being told that many EV owners have had to abandon their car. Because they couldn't charge it at the charging station. In the Oak Brook suburb of Chicago, Illinois, and this is being reported by the Register, temperatures have routinely dipped way below freezing. Local media reported public charging stations turning into car graveyards because motorists were unable to power their vehicles. Tesla owner Tyler Beer told Fox 32, nothing, no juice, still on 0%. And this is like three hours being out here after being out here three hours yesterday. Now, apparently he's not alone. Dozens of cars were reportedly lined up and abandoned at the Tesla supercharging station in Oak Brook, along with multiple charging stations around Chicago. Another Tesla driver, Shali Mazel, said it's crazy. It's a disaster. Seriously. She had to ditch her car and get picked up by a friend because the car wouldn't charge. Somebody else said, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. This was Kevin Sumark, who landed at Chicago O'Hare International Airport to find his Tesla unresponsive. So we had to hire a tow truck and drove around looking for a charging station that could work in the freezing cold. 
And so people have called on Elon Musk to do something about this. Uh, But uh, not only Elon Musk, but you might want to also talk to Biden, who is trying to pressure that this gets done. Mark Bilek of the Chicago Auto Trade Association said the drivers were missing a trick. He says, like any new technology, there's a learning curve. He told Fox 32, it's not plug and go. You have to precondition the battery, meaning that you have to get the battery up to the optimal temperature to accept a fast charge. Well, how do you do that if it's cold? How do you precondition? Not to mention preconditioning also drains the battery. So Tesla recommends activating climate change settings at least 30 to 45 minutes before departure. Preconditioning time will depend on outside temperature and other factors. The mobile app will notify you once your vehicle has reached the desired preconditioning temperature. So if you, let's say, sleep in and you're like, crap, okay, I got to go, you have to actually tell your Tesla early on, I think on your phone, to start, you know, warming up. Uh, Tesla recommends using Trip Planner to navigate to a charging location for at least 30 to 45 minutes before arrival to ensure optimal battery temperature and charging conditions. If the drive to the charging location is less than 30 to 45 minutes, consider preconditioning the battery before driving. So, you know, batteries don't do well in freezing conditions. I don't know much about extreme heat. I'm sure there's issues with that, too. But they say the ions inside EV batteries travel between the positive and negative electrodes through a liquid electrolyte. As it gets colder, the liquid thickens. So the ions move more slowly. The slower the ions move, the greater the resistance. The greater the resistance, then the quicker the EV loses power. This is being reported by the register. So uh, they explained it well. Now, the solution is supposed to keep the battery warm, but the heat comes to the battery itself. So if your battery isn't on, it won't warm up. And sometimes you drain your battery just to charge your battery. So scientists are working to tackle it. They're proposing a liquefied gas electrolyte that liquefies under pressure, enabling safety and performance benefits, a temperature range of negative 60 degrees Celsius to 60. Then there's a Korean company, LG Chem, is developing a new electrode chemistry. But, you know, this is going to take a while. And so I know people are really quick to jump on it because they're like, gosh, 2035 is coming soon or 2030 is coming soon. And I don't want to be left out and I don't want to be stuck with a fuel car. I think it's going to go slower than that. I I think we're just not ready. And you can't forget about people who live in apartments. They don't have chargers to access. They would have to go to like a gas station and charge up. And if charging takes 20 30 40 minutes you know because supercharging even though that's what people want can wear down the battery a lot of people are going to be like i don't want to supercharge and so you know some people they'll go to a you know a place of work and they'll just leave their car there i just don't see us having enough chargers see with gas stations people say but we you know we have enough gas stations not exactly when you gas up you gas up and then you go and then it's open again and it takes me maybe four minutes to gas up. I'm done in usually under four minutes. That It takes too long to charge. And the more people that have these electric cars, the harder it's going to be. So for those people who are in the snow and scared that they're stuck, yeah, I would rethink, really rethink using it during extreme weather. one eight seven seven doc Dolly.
Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious, such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, simulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Seven million children suffer from asthma more than any other chronic disease. Most asthma attacks are caused by allergic reactions to allergens, including those left behind by cockroaches and mice. In fact, 82% of U.S. households contain mouse allergens, and cockroaches are found in up to 98% of urban homes. How can you protect your family? Find out at PestWorld.org. A message from the National Pest Management Association and the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Jason, our producer. And big thanks to you all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dahlia and on Facebook, the Dr. Dahlia Show. So we have seen this headline today where a study is looking at us being underpopulated in many cities. And in fact... More than half of the United States' 25,000 cities are predicted to become ghost towns in the next 75 years. Really? In the next 75 years, we are going to lose 12,500 cities? Researchers from the University of Chicago found that in a modest scenario... Daily Mail is reporting that around half of cities will lose up to a quarter of their resident populations by the end of the century. They're looking at the fertility rates, excuse me, the exodus of cities, and two-thirds of cities could see their populations shrink significantly. So the team of researchers have warned that the implications of this massive decline in population will bring unprecedented challenges possibly leading to disruptions in basic services like transit, clean water, electricity, and internet access as cities shrink and populations age. Now, we are seeing fewer babies born. Fertility rate is changing. One is because of our health. Number two is people are looking at children and families differently. Now, I have friends and their kids, and they aren't talking about babies like my generation did. I mean, to me, having a kid was the most amazing thing. And I got two of them. You have your legacy. You have them to take care of you later. Yeah, they cost money. Yeah, you worry. Yeah, but they're my little babies. I couldn't imagine my life without them. To me, I don't think for me, this is for me, not for everybody, but for me, I don't think I accomplished, you know, I've accomplished a lot in my life, but nothing deserves the praise as, you know, me having you know, two boys that I am so flipping proud of. And uh, to me, that's life worth living. And I do worry about many of the younger millennials and Gen Zs not really 
thinking about kids. I mean, who's going to then take care of them later? Maybe the olden days, your family took care of you. If you didn't have family, the state had to take care of you. Well, if more people are, I don't have kids, I don't have family, that's obviously a concern. But it's expensive to have kids. Schools, you know, you know the the... You know, these young couples are looking at, you know, what's going on in the schools. Well, you know, if you don't like what they're going to teach in public school, then you're going to have to homeschool. You know, you're looking at an economy. You're looking at AI taking over your job. You're looking at you might have to move. Everybody's saying climate change is going to kill the globe. So young couples are looking at this going, do I really want to bring a kid into this world? You know, that I, I just that's not to me you know, the, the, the healthiest thinking. And as I've said before, there's this big push to have less kids or to um, this extinctionism push, have less population. Well, if your society is built on population and population paying taxes and well, that could be an issue. So you know, the exodus, where are people going to be leaving? Well, I would say severe weather, northeast, midwest. If the weather and the climate seems to be less severe, although the south has a freeze right now. And when you live in the west, the heat waves are pretty bad. They think people might be going, um, they say Hawaii and D.C. may have no loss of people at all. I mean, again, if I was in Hawaii, I, I, I really wouldn't want to be leaving either. I mean, Hawaii's amazing. Uh, but Hawaii's expensive. You can only do so much. Population has been on the rise since the 1600s, before the United States even existed. But U.S. Census data suggests that the country as a whole will experience a population decline by 2080. In the latest study, researchers used existing trends for the past 20 years to predict what the next 80 would look like. So they looked at change in cities' population from 2000 to 2010, from 2010 to 2020, from 2000 to 2010, and then also taking into account each city's average annual population change from 2000 to 2020. And so Detroit, Michigan, Cleveland, Ohio, St. Louis, Missouri fell into the moderate to slow depopulation category. Columbus, Georgia, Birmingham, Alabama, Memphis, Tennessee also. But the researchers didn't necessarily call out specific cities. One of their models showed that half of the 24,295 cities are expected to see a population drop of 12 to 23 percent. So what does that mean? Well, you know, many people who live in suburbs and rural areas are like, fine by me. I don't know if those are the areas. I think it might be the cities. I was just in California. I I love California in terms of the weather, in terms of its beauty. Uh, It's but I'm driving around these places. And um, how do people afford to live here? How do you afford to eat out? How do you afford? You got to pay for a bag. When you go to a grocery store, you have to pay for a bag. Yeah, I mean, everything costs gas, $6 a gallon still. It's it's ridiculously high. And so I think some people are going to be going to the cheaper areas. The problem is, is then the cheaper areas are going to get more expensive. Nevada used to be much less expensive. Nevada was where you went from California. And you saved a lot of money. And you still can, but it's getting expensive. As I told you in the previous hour, 
Yeah, you go to McDonald's, it's still costing 12 bucks a meal, just like in California, where it was 13 Why is Nevada getting that expensive? Why does Nevada have some of the highest rates of gas? Is it because of the tourism? Is it because you know more people want to live here, so the more people that want to live here, the prices go up? So these trends are concerning. And you know we've seen hospitals close, not because they've been inundated from unpaying patients, which is one of them, but because the populations have shifted that they don't have the doctors or the staff. So if you don't have the doctors or staff to man the ho- to run the hospital, you can't stay open. They say California's southern coast may lose population, but the northern coast may gain population. I got to tell you, man, northern California is exquisite. Texas and Utah are growing, but they may also experience substantial population loss. They say a big proportion of the depopulation trend has hit rural areas. Young people moved into the cities, leaving behind an aging population. Aging populations don't have babies. Now, you know, COVID changed things because as it pertained to working from home, but now you don't have to live in expensive San Francisco or expensive L.A., expensive New York City. You could go and move and get some cheaper rent. But companies are like, to hell with this. Why are we paying for the expensive real estate for the office if you're not going to be here? Come back. Remote work is starting to die off. Some jobs are like, great, I could close down the building, I could save money, we'll just work remote. But other companies are like, no, if we have to pay for the real estate, your butt's showing up. And we're going to make sure you're working and not double dipping and, and doing two jobs. So, you know, these socioeconomic challenges can get worse. Uh, you know, there's, um, uh, we're being told that some of the pharmacies that are closing down are closing down in areas that have high, um, uh, you know, that have high crime, um, and that are also in, uh, neighborhoods that are, you know, black, Latino, and a thousand drugstore chains, I think, in, uh, across America have now closed. And people are kind of concerned that Rite Aid, Walgreens, CVS, if they're not going to stay open in or have enough representation in some of these communities that have minorities, then where are minorities going to go? And so if we're starting to see an exodus out of areas, you know, uh, uh, one thing cited was crime. Another though issue that a lot of people don't talk about is reimbursement. So some private insurance or cash pay seems to bring in more money than Medicaid. And so, uh, you know, some clinics that are in Medicaid areas sometimes or pharmacies can't live, can't stay open. And so to have that real estate, to have that, so, you know, companies are, are shifting. You know, if they could be in suburban uh, California and the Valley and make a killing on people coming in and dropping money and whatever, they'll do that and close the store that they're losing money on. And so we don't want to see Chicago. They say almost a third to a quarter of the population lives in a pharmacy desert. And according to uh, Forbes, these are predominantly black neighborhoods. That you know that people need pharmacies. They need access to pharmacists for advice. They need cold medication. So we really need to look at what's going on. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly.
It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. USA News Update. The DA herself taking the stand in a Georgia courtroom Thursday at a hearing to determine if she should be removed from an election case against former President Trump. USA's John Schaefer has the details. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis facing scrutiny regarding financial transactions and trips she shared with Trump prosecutor Nathan Wade. The reason I consider that he did not is I gave him his money back. Wade testified earlier during the Thursday hearing aimed at deciding whether Willis should be removed from Donald Trump's Georgia election case due to their romantic involvement. She previously dismissed all allegations against her as falsehoods. Special counsel Robert Herr is now set to testify before a Republican-led House panel next month. He's the one who wrote a recent report referring to President Biden as well-meaning but with bad memory. Herr's public testimony is set for March 12th before the GOP-led House Judiciary Committee. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800 284 
Lawmakers are considering a ban on tackle football for kids under 12 years old. And this is something that parents have been asking for a while, although it's kind of interesting to see what would happen. I mean, I love football. I, I, I live for football. I, I don't want to see the season end, although it kind of needs to because now that the Cowboys are gone. We talked about football funk. But I got to tell you, I hate seeing the injuries. And I hate seeing these men suffer from injuries and seeing my son play football and seeing what the kids did uh, uh, you know and, and some of the you know jaw fractures and neck injuries it does make you wonder as a parent as a physician as a sports enthusiast you know when do we uh, protect people and you know, what makes football so much fun is you i mean it is a it's a it's an aggressive sport I think I was watching, was it the Eagles about to try to do a sneak or something? And, and when you saw them up against the, you know, the, the linemen, the, the, the Tampa, you know they're thinking to themselves, okay, they're going to get hurt. And so when you have a child under 12, I, I, I do agree we need to do something to protect them. So there's a bill that would ban tackle football. For children under 12 years old in California, and it cleared its first hurdle, we're being told by Time Magazine, after a legislative committee voted for the measure to be considered by the state assembly. The bill is supported by advocates seeking to protect kids from brain damage, but opposed by coaches who warn it would cut off youths from an important source of physical activity. A legislative committee voted 5-2 to two during a public hearing to advance the bill authored by Democratic Assembly member Kevin McCarty. McCarty, but the measure is still a long way from passing. It's got to clear the assembly by the end of January for any chance of becoming law. So assembly member Mike Gibson said football and organizational sports in general are clearly proven ways to keep kids out of trouble. This bill is not taking away that ability. It is simply saying that we're going to move from tackle football to flag football, and we could still have the same learning experiences. If passed, the bill would not take effect until 2026, and then amendments and you know phase implementation all the way through 2029. So we are seeing flag football gain popularity. I remember in the late 70s, early 80s, flag football had been banned at my school because two people ran into each other, and the teeth of one child sunk into the skull of the other, and that other person wore glasses, and the glass from the glasses went in above their eye. And so even flag football, you can hurt yourself. Now, on, but it's because you're going for the waist and the flags from the waist, there's less you know, potential for injuries than obviously tackle. 
tackle football could cause chronic traumatic encephalopathy that could cause death of nerve cells in the brain uh, and dementia it could cause mood disorders um, it, uh, not to mention all the other injuries the neck back shoulders I, you know, we, we see what these people go through it's a lot um, you know flag football is allowing girls to play which I would have liked in school because I love flag football. I, I just love football as a girl. And it stunk that I couldn't play because the boys played. But it, it, there's injuries. Yeah, and you know, no state has yet banned tackle football for kids. There have been attempts to do so, but they failed to pass. And people have asked me, why does it fail to pass? Well, because football, your NFL, needs players. And they need players from college football. College football needs players from high school football. High school players need middle school. Middle school needs Pop Warner or kids that can tackle, kids that can run, kids that can catch. And so the players that get drafted and get chosen and accepted onto the team roster are those that have experience, those that have grit, those that have stamina, those that have strength and ability. And so, um, you know, uh, uh, Steve Famiano, a former youth football coach who leads the Save Youth Football California Coalition, says youth football leagues need more time to implement the 2021 law to see how effective it is. There was a law in 2021 that required youth football officials to complete concussion and head injury education in addition to other safeguards. Apparently... We still don't know how effective that is and what that's done. He said kids under 12 shouldn't be forced to play only flag football. He said it's a completely different sport from tackle football. Flag football is oriented toward leaner, faster kids. And some of the kids we see in tackle football may not have developed yet physically. And they may be a bit overweight, maybe larger in stature. They're not the fastest kid on the team. They fit so perfect on the youth football team. They get to play offensive line, defensive line. You take that away from these kids, where do they go? Now, tackle football at the high school level has been declining in California. Population or participation dropped more than 18%, falling from a high of 103,725 players to 84,626 players. So, you know, I have, you know, when my son got concussions, I, we're done. You know, we were, it just wasn't worth it. I, and, you know, I, you know, I mean, if it was me and my body and I had a chance to be in the NFL, maybe, but I, that, when you know your kid's no way going to be pro and it's your kid, no. And my kid was okay with that. You know, I, you know uh, uh, one of my sons, uh, they played lacrosse. They got injuries from that, too. And, you know, was it worth it? Now, I love team sports. I think from a development, from a maturity, from a learning to work well with others, from a physical fitness, I think being in a sport is fantastic. But once the injuries come, you start to rethink it. Is it flipping worth it? How many of us have rotator cuff, have degenerative disc disease, have, you know, we've messed our bodies up with a lot of sports. And so I do think there is an argument to figure out how to do sports safely and how to, uh, you know, figure out how to minimize, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the severe injuries. But, you know, what will that do to football? If people are only playing flag football, and as that coach said, flag football, you, you need to be a super fast runner. You need to be able to pivot. You need to be able to get away from others. 
um, you're just completely losing out on those other individuals. Uh, uh, who was it that was um, uh, there was somebody talking about how, you know, their child was bullied. But once that child joined the football team, you know, they were overweight. They were big. So obviously they stood out and they didn't look like a lot of the jocks. But once they made the football team change your life, now they're a football player. You don't make fun of them. They're, they're on your, and it stinks how kids are. But that's how a lot of people evade some of the you know issues they have. And then, of course, that coach gets them into shape. So they might be big, but now they're more solid, more muscular. So, so there's definitely a lot of pros, you know, to to sports, but no child should incur concussions. They need to learn. They need to grow. And and seeing these injuries, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the answer is. And uh, you know, I've 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 watched the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl stinks. I can't stand watching Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl is boring. And, and it's because everybody plays it really, really safe. You know, and and you know, one of the reasons why people love college football even more than the NFL is because the, these kids, they're going for broke. I mean, they want to get drafted, so they are going to, you know, they're not going to take it easy going, oh, I got a commercial, you know, to do for Campbell's Soup next week, so I need to, you know, protect the face, or I'm getting pictures of me and Taylor Swift. They're not thinking that. They're thinking of their careers, and they're going pro. Unfortunately... I, I mean, there you know people like watching it, but that's some heavy-duty, hardcore uh, combat and contact. So we'll see what happens. One eight seven seven, Doc Dolly, don't go away. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. Sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. Read our Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners. It's time you get into the action. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, 
how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. What if people always acted the same way they do when they're driving their cars? Good morning, Mrs. Blanchard. How may I help you? I'd like to cash this check. Sure. I'll just get my pen Come here. on, lady. Get a move on. Goodness. Where'd you learn to bank anyway? Whoa, don't you give me that look. It sure wouldn't be a very friendly place. What kind of candy do you want, sweetie? This. No, no, no. This. Pick something already. Come on, honey. We're holding people up. How about this kind? No. What is the matter with you people? If you're not going to do something, I am. Get out of my way. <laughs> Every day, drivers and their families all across the country are killed on the roadways because of road rage. Wasn't it a beautiful wedding? Oh, yes, and they make such a lovely couple. Excuse me, is this the receiving line? Yes, it is. Hey, he cut in line. I'm a friend of the bride. Do you know the hey, groom? Hey, pal, you cut in line. Buzz off. Oh, yeah? Hey, hit that nice man. That'll teach you to cut in line, you jerk. Stop the senselessness of road rage. It's time we all drive with the same courtesy we extend to people in the rest of our lives. A message from the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. We are back on the Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly. one 877 dali So FDA is facing a legal battle over using ivermectin to treat COVID-19. Now, I've had some people say, why don't they give it a rest already? Uh, I disagree. 
What happened and how the FDA and how the government and public officials acted when we had doctors and studies saying, hey, guys, we might want to look at this. You know, we're having some data coming through that's looking good. Uh, how they acted with it, where they said, no, it's an absolute, just because Trump had supported it, was ridiculous. And if we're going to move forward with public health and medicine and approaches to pandemics, we cannot replicate the BS that happened during the COVID pandemic. In a sealed motion to the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Texas, the FDA has requested, I guess, a dismissal citing exhibits with confidential information. And apparently the motion aims to address doctors' allegations while protecting sensitive data as it pertains to the FDA and ivermectin. This is being reported by the Stork Dork. And apparently an appeals court previously ruled that the FDA likely exceeded its authority in issuing warnings against ivermectin. The court emphasized that while the FDA can inform, it lacks the authority to recommend consumers stop taking medicine. Now, if there's a danger, if there is a recall, the FDA can inform, look, this is being recalled. These are dangers. But did they exceed the authority with ivermectin while it was being studied? So the appeals court remanded the case to U.S. District Judge Jeffrey Brown, prompting a renewed legal uh, case. And the court decision challenges the FDA's authority and necessitates a thorough examination of the doctor's allegations. So this is coming from doctors. Attorneys for the doctors argue that the FDA exceeded its authority by advising against ivermectin despite its full approval for human use. They emphasize the negative impact on medical practices, doctor-patient relationships, economic repercussions, and increased exposure to malpractice liability. If you had suggested ivermectin or written ivermectin, you almost lost your your, uh, license. In fact, some people were suspended. So the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetics Act's role in drug authorization and approval, I guess, is what's being looked at. The act allows off-label prescribing by doctors. That might pose questions about, you know, if this drug was, you know, to get FDA approval, there's this big process that has to happen. But doctors are allowed to do things off-label if they think it's going to help. Like, for example, when I had that patient that came to me, a new patient, on four blood pressure medications, and his blood pressure was almost in stroke range. And, I mean, I couldn't add a fifth. He was already on, on the four biggest classes of blood pressure medication. When I come to find out that he had some anxiety, I'm like, you know what? For poops and giggles, I'm going to treat your anxiety, which is on label, but with the secondary role off label of let's see if it helps lower your blood pressure. Boom. Blood pressure dropped significantly, and we were able to take him off two of his four blood pressure medications. So, you know, sometimes there is an argument. Uh, look at off-label marijuana use for seizures, and now we have an FDA-approved seizure drug using cannabis. So that's not something that's unheard of. The FDA contends that the plaintiffs haven't suffered injuries traceable to their warnings. Okay, well, if somebody died of COVID and they could have used ivermectin, that could be an injury. But that's hard to prove. They could say, well, they would have died from COVID anyway. Lawyers for the doctors counter this, asserting interference with medical practice, economic and reputational harm, and increased malpractice liability. Those are then considered injuries as well.
The FDA's defense hinges on third-party actions, arguing that negative consequences faced by the plaintiffs were not directly traceable to FDA statements. But an exhibit reveals that a pharmacist citing FDA documents as a reason for scrutiny, challenging the FDA's attempt to distance itself. So, you know, the, the FDA, you know, obviously has been, been was in a very critical role. And, and you know, people had asked, what was the big deal with, with ivermectin? And why did it even start to gain? Ivermectin is an anti-parasite drug. Now, why did that get the, uh, um, get the attention? So countries such as Brazil, Latin America, the Caribbean, used ivermectin. In the U.S. early on, Dr. Paul Marek of Eastern Virginia Medical School developed a protocol for COVID early on. I think this was January of 2020. And the protocol had, it's now been taken off their website, but it included ivermectin early on for COVID. Multiple studies have had mixed results. Malaysian researchers a couple years ago published a JAMA internal medicine article. They looked at 490 patients, mean age 62.5 years old, with mild to moderate COVID. 20 public hospitals found ivermectin to not minimize the progression of severe disease. Now, here's my thing. If the people are at a hospital, that's kind of too late. If ivermectin is being used, it kind of needs to be done early before you're in the hospital. So that, there's no shock. But a couple years ago, there was a study in the American Journal of Therapeutics that found ivermectin to have a significant impact on the pandemic. Their author said moderate certainty evidence finds that large reductions in COVID-19 deaths are possible using ivermectin. Using ivermectin early in the clinical course may reduce numbers progressing to severe disease. The apparent safety and low cost suggests that ivermectin is likely to have a significant impact on the SARS-CoV-2 pandemic globally. Researchers from Dhaka Medical College said a five-day course of ivermectin in 72 hospitalized patients to clear the virus earlier than those in combo with doxycycline or without suggested larger studies were warranted to confirm the safety and efficacy that they found with ivermectin. Researchers from the College of Medicine University in Baghdad had a similar study when they used ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and azithromycin. They found the combo's efficacy shortened hospital stay and urged more research. So, you know, you know, this is obviously kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, this will keep coming back because we haven't been able to solve COVID. And we have Paxlovid, which is a nice medication, but many people struggle to take it because it interacts with so many medications. And they believe the people who have studied ivermectin feel that ivermectin, plays a role in blocking the SARS-CoV-2 viral proteins from taking over cells of nucleus and DNA. So they think it plays a role in the virus hijacking our cells. Hydroxychloroquine's role, I think, acidifies the phago, the endosome of the phagocytosis that happens when a cell consumes the virus and brings it in. When you acidify that area, it doesn't prevent the transition it's fascinating the mechanisms of why these medications may have a role but you know with 
not that many home remedies and people still dealing with COVID and they're not being a lot of science behind saying no, no, no. You know, and I get the FDA, you know, has their neck on the line from a liability standpoint. But when there were, I mean, th- this came from a doctor. What I learned from ivermectin came from a doctor at a medical school. This wasn't President Trump. These were medical professionals that brought it up. Countries in Brazil, Latin America, Caribbean using it. Baghdad. You know, so uh, you know, we're not pulling this out of our ears. You know, and, and so uh, why not? Well, let's look at it. Now, when people said, oh, you can't use natural immunity, you have to get the vaccine, and that's all there is to it. And now, like, oh, no, you know, it looks like the best protection was natural immunity and the vaccine. I mean, we have proven that the CDC and the FDA were not all correct. The six-foot social distancing, they pulled that one out of the retroperitoneum. You know, social distancing, uh, six feet is not enough. So, you know, we should have a right to ask to question. That's what we do in science. one 877 Don't go away. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com.